Hey, it's James, and welcome into the show on Oshawa Rocks and the Weekend Mix. And coming up, I'll be talking about some fall colors. It's a good time of year to catch those, so we'll be talking about uh, some different places you can go to view fall colors. And we've also got music from Amanda Marshall and Nickelback on the way. Right now, it's Peter Gabriel. Here's Salisbury Hill on the Weekend Mix. You're listening to Oshawa Rocks. I'm James Dobas, and it's time for What's Happening in Durham. And there's a lot going on in uh, the month of January. So uh, let's check some things out here. Country Music Night at Outdoor Recreation Center Trail Hub on Chalk Lake Road in Uxbridge. That's happening Friday, January the 19th. Goes from 7 to 11 p.m. With a country DJ playing tunes to get you dancing sounds like a lot of fun. And Sunday, January 21st from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m., there's a free community skate at the Cannington Arena. That's 9195 Elliott Street. Definitely a nice thing to do in uh, the afternoon, especially a weekend afternoon. And the City of Oshawa is marking its 100th anniversary in 2024. Throughout this year, there will be lots of special events held to commemorate the occasion, including environmental sustainability sessions, uh, indigenous cultural celebrations, and centennial programs offered at the Oshawa Public Library, including a local history speaker series. Uh, In January, the talk is all about the history of the electric railway that once uh, went through the city. So that, uh, I guess, would be kind of like a streetcar. They're also going to talk about uh, the current state of commuter rail in and around the GTA. You can visit oshawalibrary.ca forward slash centennial dash celebration for more on that. Weekend Mix. So Linda Dempster is here with me now here on the show. And Linda is a very talented uh, musician, both uh, voice and uh, with instruments as well. So Linda, thanks very much for uh, joining us here today. My pleasure. Alrighty. Well, first, let's talk a little bit about your favorite music and what style you're currently performing. Wow. My favorite music. Well, look, first of all, as a child, my earliest memory of music was listening to my dad's recordings of Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy. And I fell in love with operetta and movie musicals. And I actually used to feign illness at times (laughs) when I was a little kid. So I'd look at the TV guide to see when certain movie musicals were coming up and anything with Deanna Durbin. I would say I had a stomachache. My mother would let me stay home, and I'd just lie on the couch and watch oh, no. um, afternoon broadcasts. Um, I loved the Beatles, Dylan, uh, Joan Baez, Nana Muscuri, because she's also a soprano, and she sung in my key. I never had to transpose any music. So yeah. to this day, I still sing some of their numbers. And um, I guess... In particular, I just love folk songs. I love the storytelling aspect of folk songs, both traditional and um, newer. You know, I, I I studied voice formally at the Royal Conservative Music downtown Toronto for about 10 years. And, okay. you know, I performed in classical 
uh, recitals. I wore, you know, I wore the gowns, the Laura Ashley gowns, and I, I got to perform in many lovely, lovely venues downtown, like, you know, the John Bassett Theater and that beautiful church, uh, St. Andrew's Presbyterian, next to Roy Thompson Hall, places like the Royal Conservative Music Concert Hall, the Glenn Gould um uh Glenn Gould music series luncheon series at Roy Thompson Hall yeah so it sounds like you you had a very classically inspired background uh for the most part would I be right yeah. to say that and so now moving into yeah. a little bit more folk styles so what where are some of the places that you're performing around Durham region oh around Durham region well um pre-covid um I was invited by the town of Ajax to um uh, put together uh, numerous presentations for their program for seniors called Senior Center Without Walls. And that's a call-in. That's a call-in program. So either you're going to zoom in or you're going to call in on your telephone. And I know when they first approached me, I thought, oh, my goodness, how could I fill an hour? It would be boring if I just kind of like sat here and sang on Zoom, particularly because Zoom is not a platform that was ever intended for music, really. And you don't necessarily get the best sound from Zoom when it comes to performing. Um, but nevertheless, I made it work. I said, you know, I've done extensive research in terms of folk songs. How about if it's a combination of some music, like actively playing music, and then talking about the story behind the folk song? what makes singers and songwriters write what they do. So I've covered everything from my music to the music of Gordon Lightfoot to traditional songs and how these old, old songs like, you know, the water is wide. It, it's been sung in many different countries around the world. So anyway, that seems to have worked well because like almost four years later, I'm still doing Seniors Center Without Walls for, uh, you know, once a month. What I have coming up is um, a lovely, uh, the lovely venue, the Miller Lash House in Highland Creek. Uh, as soon as the um, the weather warms up, they have something called Pub at the House once a week, and uh, and so I've been invited to uh, sing there in June. And then uh, the Gift of Art, of course, where which is where I first met you. They they have their annual show and sell coming up. Um, the Lind House Museum in um, in uh, Whitby is a favorite place of mine. My calendar uh, it's. Uh, pretty busy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it sounds like you put a lot of thought into what your audience is going to enjoy as well. Well, I try to. Um, I, you know, I, I, you know, for example, uh, you know, the, the demographic at, uh, you know, gift of art is both young and old, but, you know, I've always said that folk songs never grow old, right? They, they just keep traveling all around the world. And, Absolutely. you know, the way I might sing something is a bit different than somebody else might sing it. And somebody will go, aha, I never heard it sung that way before. Or they'll just like it.
And now for some Canadian trivia for you, and this time on the changing of the seasons. So where are the top places to see autumn colors in Canada? According to Forbes, Banff, Alberta, with hiking near the mountains that will surround you in golden hues. Killarney Park, Ontario, where there are many maple, red, and sugar trees in the forests that you can explore there starting in late September. And Charlevoix is uh, in Quebec and said to be one of the most beautiful places during this time of year. And the following is a quote from Albert Camus. Autumn is a second spring when every leaf is a flower. It's Dan Hartman on Oshawa Rocks, and the music and recording industry is getting ready for the 2024 Grammy Awards, which will air February 4th on CBS and Paramount+. Final round voting on the nominees begins on December 14th and will continue into the early new year. Here's a quick look at some of the nominated songs and performers this year for Best Country Solo Performance. It's Luke Combs and Fast Car. Remember when we were driving, driving in your car Speed so fast I feel like I was drunk City lights lay out before us and your arm fell nice wrapped around my shoulder In the Song of the Year category, Dua Lipa with Dance the Night And for Best Dance and Electronic Music Album, KX5, with the album called KX5. So I know that many of us, uh, myself included, won't get to vote on these songs, but it's cool to follow along and watch as the artists take home their awards from one of the biggest shows in music. And so who are you going to be rooting for? i got to say that uh, that album by KX5, that's one that I'll be uh, cheering on this year for sure. Weekend Mix is produced by JDProductionServices.com.